If you want make a ginger, give me the cocoa. My touch, every your love. Anywhere I go, just come up with my mama love. Don't they do like my love? If you want make a ginger, give me the cocoa. My touch, every your love. Come make a, come make a, show you my banana. No, they do like my Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King podcast, the soulfully conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. And it's a special one. Today, I am going to dissect a very viral, but very, very insightful viral post that was posted last week titled Men Sharing Things They Wish Women Knew. So tune in, buckle your seatbelt going to give you my top five kind of expressions that were expressed on this overall Reddit thread. You know, shout out to the men who let it be known how they felt. Hopefully, whoever needed to see that sees that. This is Simply King. So let us tap right into this. A little background on exactly, you know, what this particular viral thing was sourced from. Uh, Reddit is something that, you know, we don't really find too often. Reddit is this whole world. Just like how Facebook is his own neighborhood, Reddit is his own neighborhood. And shout out to the Reddit user by you, Fort slash Dire Wolfie, <laughs> um, who kind of threw out a, a Reddit kind of question stating, you know, what are some things you wish girls knew about men, I guess? Um, and obviously all things are subjective. This isn't just, you know, one size fits all type of situation, but nevertheless, it's one that, you know, we can understand, okay, this is something that we need to, to do. It's something that we need to, you know, express. So we got 25, they, they posted about 25 uh, of those kind of top comments that were shared. And I picked five of my favorite ones that I believe are, in all honesty, just ones that I feel that are truly need more unpacking. They're, they're, they, they, were, they were chef's kiss of expressions. Women who date men need to know this. And not even just women who date men, but everybody needs to know that these are things that people, especially men, think about. <laughs> and it's very often not express. And I'll talk about why I believe that a lot of men don't express this as well. So stay to it. Stick with me because I won't take too much of your time. But first, let's tap into the Twitter uh, check in. So today's Twitter check in is actually um, going to be just a, a simple search. So I searched this particular, you know, phrase, men sharing things that they wish women knew. And just to see what Twitter would give us back. And I'll make sure to, you know, give y'all some nice, good, good graphics so that you can follow along. Um, first, not y'all women getting annoyed that men are reposting that post on IG about men sharing things they wish women knew about them. 
when I literally see 30 plus posts of y'all repost the same shit daily. Y'all gonna read that post and comprehend it. LOL. Shout out to at big time underscore TMS. Then you have at LA underscore loving. The amount of men reposting that men are sharing the things they wish women knew thread just showed how incapable y'all are at expressing your own feelings, wants, and needs. Also, if you were as simple as that thread detailed, you wouldn't be so hard to love. Sounds personal. Um, Moving on. At, At Shady Chanel. Griselda Blanco is what she calls herself. This is hilarious. Also, y'all niggas and bitches that keep reposting that shade room post, men are sharing the things that women wish they knew about them are stupid and and deserve a special place in hell for you all. You know. More defensiveness, more, I don't know. Feels like somebody's triggered, but I don't know. I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, at the at phone deposits at phone deposits. I think that's what that means. Phone deposits. <laughs> okay, bro. Um, LMAO. The men been holding it in and suffering in silence. The amount of men I've seen repost that men are sharing things they wish women knew about them. Mm. And that's it. That's it. I want y'all to understand something. We're getting this good old polarization that the internet forever gives us. What would Twitter be if not double-sided? If it it wasn't a a line drawn in the damn sand about how people feel. And it's hilarious to me. But nevertheless, um, let's tap into what I believe is some of the best, some of the best, some of the best. I'm talking about the best. Um, top five, my top five, personally. This comes from a very personal place, but I think I approached it from a very objective place. I think certain things just need a little bit more understanding on why this shit is something that niggas need to get off their chest and let it be known. Um, but also, too, this is not a uh, uh, this this episode is not to bash women for I guess not knowing that this is what niggas feel, mind you. This whole framework is men are not expressing these things. So there is an accountability that must be kind of put up there. We have to be able to tell the people that we are with what the fuck we need and what we, you know what I'm saying, desire uh, from them to even have a sustainable relationship. Really can't get too far if you never even tell them what you need. Just saying. Um, But I digress. Let's get to what my top five ones are. And I'll make sure to put these on the screen as well. So, the first one is the number three. It's hard to get over you after a breakup. We don't really have emotional support systems in place to rely on, and a lot of men have small social circles. So, losing someone means a lot to us. Mm. And that was by uh, you underscore. I don't know if they say to you. I'm not, a, I'm not big on Reddit. So, I guess underscore uh forward slash push dash me dash in dash the face okay (laughs) not even gonna judge i'm gonna keep it going um but so i think their breakups are truly one of the most 
interesting spaces because that's where it's so much availability to be toxic can possibly show up because we were literally everything was all good and now it's not and now we're losing sense of consideration for each other and depending on the reasons for breakup it can make motherfuckers get real nasty um and i think for a lot of men i think um we don't practice our emotionality enough within our day-to-day lives. I think we have more of us. We have so many more systems that are for suppressing our emotionality than actually leaning into our emotions. So when the most quote unquote emotional traumatic thing, even if it is on a smaller degree happens to you like a breakup, but it depends subjective depends on, you know, the breakup, every breakup is a little bit different, but nevertheless, I think men don't really know how to react to these particular situations. In all honesty, there are only several spaces where men can actually cry publicly. And it's usually something that deals with something very masculine, like he just won a Super Bowl, so of course he's going to cry. He just lost his father, so of course he's going to cry. Shit like that, you know what I'm saying? It's always something that's attached to some just, you know, real strong, stark, masculine, manliness bullshit. But even more than that, I think men need to understand that we have to develop more of our emotions and more than anything, let people go. Very often, because a lot of men can't get over breakups, it makes us do very toxic things. At least that's what the that's what leads men to stalk, leads men to abuse the remaining access that they may have to a person that they've you know, recently broken up with or recently broken up with them or whatever the situation may be. It creates the situation where, bro, I know it's hard, but at the end of the day, we got to figure out how the hell to get over the person. They don't want you to be with you anymore. You're harboring these feelings for them. You can't do anything with these feelings because they don't want you in the same way anymore. You have to figure out how to heal, how to move on. And obviously, It's not a one size fits all type of situation, but I do believe the most objective thing that I can say to this is truly one of it's something that we need to express. But also, I think it's something every man needs to express. If this has been you hard for you to get over, you know, breakups more than anything, we have to learn how to deal with our emotions in every single phase, in every single situation, Um, because that's what literally they push women to do on a daily basis that's why i think it feels like women can easily get over niggas (laughs) sometimes and for the ones who don't it's usually a reason it's usually something compounding emotionality that makes a lot of women be stuck and loyal to a particular man in my experience that's what it usually is it's usually time and investment it's like i'm loyal to this nigga because i feel like i deserve what i believe he should give me but then you have the scenario where a motherfucker get fed up and they get extremely emotionally detached from the situation. They check out and you can't <laughs> you can't make them talk sweet to your ass again. <laughs> they treat you. They you getting straight HR lady voice, HR lady language. How, how can I help you? Why are you texting me? What do you need? But to each his own. Um, the next one, the next one is actually number five on this list. It's kind of an, another long one. Uh, are you surprised? It's me. 
When we tell women that we don't know how we feel about something, it's usually true. And we genuinely don't understand how we are supposed to feel. I personally wasn't allowed to express my emotions growing up, and it turned into me not being able to understand my emotions. That is from RB2130. RB2130, shout out to you. Now, that one is really, really deep because I think it speaks to a perpetual uh, societal kind of, you know, damn near bludgeoning <laughs> to overall men's emotionality and the expression of our emotions um, and understanding the full scope of our emotions. More than anything, I know for myself growing up in, you know, I know it's quote unquote seen as a toxic thing to say, or I guess a maybe a, a, a red flag for some people, but I did grow up with mostly women in my family, women in my, you know, in the home that I, you know, I grew up in with my mom and my sister, literally the first children to come into, you know, young children to come into my life were my, my sister's children. Um, and they were both young girls. Like we've, she literally has a three-year-old now that's a boy, and he's probably the first boy in a, a long time to kind of be in the mix other than myself. Uh, yeah, single mom, all that. So it's a lot of lot of uh, feminine energy. And I don't think it's anything wrong with that. Uh, I think that uh, it, I think it cultivated a space for me to be able to understand certain aspects of my emotionality. Now, I don't think that makes me a perfect expressor, ex, you know, expressor of my emotions. I think there's still things that we don't understand, but I do believe it ties into the first thing I said. We don't get the practice in understanding our emotions and expressing our emotions. So when it comes to certain feelings and things, processing time must happen because we genuinely, I ain't never been here. I ain't never felt this. I never put myself in the situation to even feel this. So yeah, I don't even know. And crazy enough, I truly believe that a lot of it may be a suppression of the happy feelings too. A man really may not know how to handle the goodness that he could just sit in because it, it he's never been there. So, so, you know, self-sabotaging is a thing, you know, we, our mind tells us that something is as wrong when we don't get it, when we finally get a new stimuli that is actually positive, we got to keep those types of things in mind, you know? And I think I'm hoping that all men want better for themselves and would like to improve this particular aspect in themselves. Journal, ask questions, start to have deeper conversations with your friends, go to a therapist and ask them, is there language to some of these descriptions to the things that you can feel? Because nine times out of 10, there are. There are words to more than likely describe, hey, I feel like this when I'm in this scenario. I don't know what to do when I when this happens. Or is there a word for this and a word for that? You know, shout out to my episode called uh, My Anxiety Has a First Name. Um, I discovered that financial anxiety was a whole thing. Didn't even think it was a thing. I thought I was just terrible with money. Evidently, there's a, a, a root to feeling a very anxious way about money that, you know, truly does affect your mental and your behavior as a whole. But I believe and I want more for the niggas. You feel me? We can we can do better. We can get more out of here. All right. Number 10 is my next one. <laughs> now, this is a funny one. We don't know what we're going to eat at either. Now, being a person who is not, you know, that's yes, we don't know where we want to eat at either. And that is from North York Joe. North York, York Joe. Shout out to you. 
We don't know where you want to eat at either. Now, this is an age-old Twitter-ass type of conversation where men on the regular often are asked to be, quote-unquote, make the executive decision on what our dietary sustenance will be for this current night that we're in. Yeah. We don't always know. And we run out of, we, if we, if, trust me, if you have anybody come up with every single idea, eventually gonna run out of ideas. Eventually gonna not know what to say. And what's funny, I'ma tell you, through experience, <laughs> when men say it don't matter to them, usually it's the truth. Usually that's the truth. I've seen it in, within my mom and my sister and from different women that I've dated. Saying it don't matter means say the right things. And I might and I'll tell you yes or no. <laughs> that is what I've learned. That is the hill that I'll die on. And that is what it is. You can say it don't matter. I can say Chinese. You can say that's not what you're feeling. Then it does matter. So it sounds like you have more direction on what you want to eat than my black ass. So how about you make that decision? How about you choose what we gonna eat tonight? Because I'm paying. It doesn't matter to me because I'm gonna pay for it regardless. So choose what we're gonna eat. What do you want on your pizza? Do you want tacos? You want Italian? You want this Jamaican food? Do you want Chinese? Do you wanna go to, you know what I'm saying, to the crab boil spot again? What you wanna do? I get it. And I'm speaking from a space of, you know, when you're deep and already kind of settled within a, a relationship, intimate environment where you already have some rapport with each other. I know that this happens, you know, somewhat often within the introductory phases, you know what I'm saying, those honeymoon phases of people's connections. Um, and there's a thought process that I've heard a lot of women express about, you know, not wanting to clock a nigga's wallet, not knowing if suggesting something, you know, it may be out of their reach or out of their range or all those different things. Let me tell you this. In all honesty, this is what I've realized. That is first date ass thinking. That really doesn't matter too much after you've already passed that step. If we are asking where... Where we finna eat at? If that's where we at, we done put some time in with each other. If that's how casual and cordial we are with each other. If that's the level of of of, of questioning that we're doing. It's not a matter of like, hey, do you want to go out with me? It's not that this is a different level of question. It's some comfortability in this situation. So let's communicate. Let's collaborate even on what the hell we gonna eat. <laughs> let's figure this out. Because obviously you have a stronger opinion about it than I do. Most of the time, that's what the, you know, the stereotype, that's what usually the scenario usually plays out to be. But nevertheless, to the next one, you have number 14. Men love being the target of, of romantic gestures. Many men never have been. Now, this one is a key, key, key one right here. If you know, um, if you can also another card right here somewhere. Um, I actually did an episode you know, about Valentine's Day at the top of the year when, when I first came off a hiatus, uh, speaking to, you know, how to gift, like how to give a gift, essentially, <laughs> like relationship hacks on really on, on V-Day. And, um, and I want everyone to understand something. 
go back and listen to that episode because I gave you a lot. I gave everybody a lot of game on how to possibly approach gifting your significant other. And that's for men and women, no matter who you are, what your you know sexual preference is. You can use that as a guide. Now, what I do want you to understand, though, and I'm more than likely going to redo something about that. But I more than likely want you to understand is men are sheep in a lot of ways when it comes to the society that we live in. And I think we have been driven to follow a script to the T that we are allowing certain desires to never even be expressed. And there are so many men, so many fathers, so many different people who just assume and take in what they believe they just are supposed to have because that's just what it's always been. Father's Day's come around, you're expected to just get power tools and ties and shit, and that is should be what it is. And that's not really what you want. You want them to get you a new PS5, uh, see that you've been really into this particular hobby or this particular thing, and contribute to that. A lot of men, also, to the fault of men, this is where more accountability comes in, fellas, allow for their job to be their personality. So when it comes to moments like these gift-giving times or just even romantic gestures that can happen randomly at any point in time, just because it's Wednesday, I don't think a lot of our partners really know what to do. They don't know what to really pull from. They don't know really how to gift us something that they want to be a uh, to get a certain reaction out of us, for us to see it as a gesture of love and all those different things, for us to really receive it as like, hey, this is a great thing you just did for me. I appreciate you. Because the fact of the matter is, it's different strokes with different folks. There's some men walking around who believe that certain uh, acts and gestures of love or kindness are expected. So if you're a person who does that on the on the regular and you're kind of wanting, you know, certain things, you have to express certain things. You have to let it be known, like, hey, I like this. I, 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 I like flowers and shit, too. I like it if you take me out. I like it if you treat. I like it if you cook for me. I like you rub my back sometimes, just like I do for you. Rub my feet. If you ain't, if you cool with feet, rub my feet. You know what I'm saying? Those types of things have to be said. And I think so much of black people specifically in relationships is usually driven by what we don't say and then it ends up becoming a problem anyway we have to be able to communicate we cannot expect to go into relationships and expect for people to already have a rule book on how to be with us it's not going to ever happen it just is what it is get that nigga a gift get that nigga some, do that do some cute shit for him too especially if that's an expectation that you have out of him for him to think about you and express that uh non-verbally and, you know, verbally and with also gifts and and just other forms of admiration. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like spread the wealth, reciprocate that particular thing in the way that he likes it, not the way that you want to give it in the way that he likes it. And that's something that has to be a conversation. And fellas, that's a key point for us to take in with our partners as well. We can't just think that, hey, because flowers that aren't. Flowers aren't accepted for every single woman. They may not see flowers as a cute thing. It doesn't matter to them. They rather have shit, some other thing, some other gesture, you know, clean up some shit like that. You know, depends person to person. You can ask those questions. That's not an awkward conversation. You're trying to find out what you can do to make your girl happy and people 
it is not a good sign if you're rigid about that conversation. What does that mean? What are you saying? The conversation literally is how, what are the, some of the things I, these are some of the things I would like to do. I just want to know if these are seen as, if you quantify them, it will be gestures of love and you will accept them as such because that's what I will be doing them for. Call, call it lame, call it doing too much to each is fucking on. You understand? But the last one, and I think it's a good one. It's a, <laughs> it's such a good one. Number 21. Tell us more about what you like in bed. Now, 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 now. Understand some. Understand me. This is something that is extremely vital. I think a lot of men, um, if they know, I think everyone ultimately understands that sex is usually, sex is usually this uh, male kind of focused act. So because of that, the intro to sex for a lot of different people, men and women, is thought to be men understand what it is, how to do it. So they're going to be the ones to lead within it. Also, too, we have particular, you know, aspects of sexuality where that is also a preference as well. You know, folks who are doms and subs and all these different types of things, you know, and it's subgroups and sub sex and sub kinks within all those things. But I believe that regardless of whatever it is, even if you are a dom, even if you are a sub or whatever you may be, you still need to express what the hell your ass want. You got to. You're never going to get what you want. You're never going to orgasm. You're never going to get what you want because you're not asking about it. That is it. You're not asking. You're not asking. And you got to you got to you got to you got to ask. But you also need to just come up with the information. Fellas, ask your partner what do they want? Because this one in particular, you just want them to tell you. And I think we, it just needs to be a, a it needs to be a forward conversation for both of you. You both are trying to put your body parts close to each other. And there is a particular thing that you've now learned after doing it so many times that you like and dislike. And you need to know that so that you don't conflict. The very thing that I might love, you don't like. It triggers you. You had a traumatic experience. Whatever it may be, you don't need me to do that, even though that's something that I like. We need to understand what our sexual compatibility is and how can we know that if we're just tossing it up. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing what, seeing where shit lands. You understand? Seeing where shit lands. But to each his own. Do what you feel. Now, I want y'all to understand something. There is a reason. I believe there is a reason as to why men do not express these things and do not self-advocate. And it may be seen as somewhat, you know, problematic to a lot of men to say this. Shout out to Brief Stories. I love you and I appreciate you for this moment in this conversation because it was just a simple observation that she gave me. Um, not even just to me, but I think inspired by a conversation that we were currently having, but to men as a whole. Um, speaking to just like, niggas need to want more for themselves. Like, niggas need to value themselves more. And that shit struck me and stuck with me still to this day. And I've literally feel like I've damn near created a million different episodes just by, by way of thinking about that particular topic, because I think it's so true. I think from that particular observation, 
It's so true. I think you can read, studies show that you can read in most studies that in terms of you just Google, you know, who has more self-value, who believes they have more self-value when it comes to gender. And nine times out of 10, you're going to find that men have higher self-esteems over women in damn near every age group at every stage and every phase of life. Even though men die quicker, even though men have poor health, even though men have, <laughs> you know, so many things that are very much also relevant into life that would also not really say as much. If we have the highest self-esteem, why are we not living longer? Why are we not the friendliest? Why are we more violent? Why are we all these things if we, quote unquote, have the highest self-esteem? To me, I believe it's really based in our self-esteem is attached to truly um, patriarchy. And patriarchy is fortifying and tr truly overestimating what our lower sense of value, self-value is. Because I'm talking about the value, not just esteem, not what we feel about ourselves, because I think it's still measured on what we can show, what we can put in front what we can take outside and put in front of ourselves and we can deduce that. But I think there's not too much internal work being done with a lot of men. And that's talking about emotionality and understanding and intuition and awareness and so many other things. And I think for so many men, I've heard so many men get upset with women essentially standing their ground on a particular thing that they want and, and will and a boundary, a baseline that they expect out of people, not even just men, but people. And I think that men have been indoctrinated to believe, due to patriarchy, that we must take certain things, just deal with certain things, just because it is what it is. We're men. We're just supposed to deal with it. We're supposed to just work through it. I don't think that's how it really shit works. To me. To each his own, though. I, I feel that we have to understand and have more value for ourselves in a real true sense, internal value for ourselves so that that's projected outside of ourselves because that only benefits us and could indirectly benefit everyone else. If we have no real true self-love, if we have no real true self-respect, if we don't want more for ourselves, then no one else will want more for us. The problem of it is, is that there are more men literally doing very heinous acts and they say that they feel justified or felt motivated by whatever, whatever. And it never, it never, you can never sit there and be like, well, women do this and women do that. My nigga, there are thousands of years of men being violent. Why do you think that is so? And I think it has a lot to do with that lower self-value. I think that's what makes people compare and compete. That's what makes people look at other folks and see them as competition because they don't feel good about themselves. Now, we can say, I think for a lot of women, there is a, a larger sense of self-value, but it's a, a larger sense of self-value that they're fighting to push through and wanting to reflect in, within society they live in. And that's not the case. The confidence, the sex appeal, the, the, all the different things that you, we see out of women on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of their expression of self is something that men are damn near scared to do sometimes. And it's quote-unquote seen as gay or effeminate to express certain aspects of your own self-value. Why is that? Hmm? But I think that's why we are where we are. That's why men have not self-advocated enough. And that's why this 25 comments resonated so much on the internet with so many men. If all of us feel this way, why can't we say that we feel that way? The proof is in the pudding. The data is there. We are relating. 
obviously there are so that means there are just as many women who have yet to even hear this from their partners who have yet to understand that this is what their partners are even thinking and for the people who think that oh that's how simple it is niggas are simple but simplicity yields complexity it is what it is it's not always just because it's simple doesn't mean it's gonna just be easily done it's always easier said than done all those different phrases it is what it is I want men to want more for themselves we gotta want more for ourselves, but we are about to send it on. Send it on. The send it on portion of this episode, it's my call to action segment, is actually a um, something that I did last year for the first time. Um, and I thought it was extremely necessary for me to understand myself, for me to become a better lover, um, and something that I was definitely kind of sparked something that I'll eventually put out. But I, what I want y'all to understand is men, women, everybody can do this particular send it on call to action today. What I want all of you to do, and I'll make sure to give you, like I said, I, I, I know this episode's heavy graphics, more graphics. You feel me? Um, the sending on portion is for you to write out your boundaries and keep them in your phone. If you got an iPhone, you got an Android, if you got a damn jitterbug, more than likely you have a notes app of some kind. Within that notes app, this should be on you all at all times. You can edit it whenever, you can change it whenever. What I want you to do is write out your boundaries. Write out your boundaries, write out your boundaries, write out your boundaries. Now, Saying that feels so broad and vague for most people. What I want you to do, though, is to understand that put these things into categories, put them into the categories and segmenting them will make them a lot easier to jot things down. And there is no minimum requirement or maximum requirement. This will blow your mind to see the level of maintenance and emotional labor that it takes to be with you. And the thing about it, it's not about it being a lot, because for some people that might not seem like that much. So be OK with everything that you write. It's going to be a lot of don't do this. Don't do that. I don't like this. I don't like that. And that's OK. It's a boundary. It's if it's if it can be crossed, <laughs> if it says do not enter, then obviously do not enter. So that is the phrasing that these are going to come in. So. Write these uh, categories down and put these in your notes app. That is what your call to action is. And they should be categorized in the following. Personal space. Self-explanatory. All of these are self-explanatory. Sexuality. Emotions and thoughts. Possessions and time. No, possessions. Then time and energy. Two separate ones. Culture, religion, and ethics, all one group. Now, for example, just to help you all out within my own personal one, in the personal space category, I have, I'm pro PDA, but it's not a requirement. Be as specific as you want. Make it make sense for you. Make it make sense for you. Understand me? I want you to understand that because 
you deserve to love you better and to love someone else with all your might if you are capable. But there's no reason why anybody shouldn't know exactly what you need in these relationships. So this list should be a, a good sign to know, hey, fellas, we need to want more for each other so that we can give more to each other. That's how I feel. But I want y'all to know something. It's been great. It's been good. If you don't know, you can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Uh, the podcast has been dope to do. I know that it's been, you know, for anybody who's been watching and listening for however long you've been watching and listening, that I've had so many, you know, infrequencies within my production. <laughs> and I appreciate you standing on. I appreciate you all the time for subscribing, for sharing, for liking. Trust me, I love doing this and I want to continue to do this and help everyone out that it listens, be a resource, be entertainment, and hopefully inspire you to get out your own way and improve whatever you want to improve with yourself. All right. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe everywhere. You can like, rate, and subscribe on all platforms. Make sure you also share, share, share. This has been, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this has been Simply King, and I'm King. Peace. <laughs>